Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Rear Gear, hosted by Redbird Speed. We are here to talk to you about housings, axles, differential parts, and brakes. We hope to give you a little education, provide some technical support, product reviews, and interviews. Hopefully, this will save you some time, money, headache, or heartache throughout your build. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Rear Gear. Today, we are here to talk about narrowing your rear end. Uh, There's several options, different ways to do it. Uh, We're going to talk about questions we get like, how much should I narrow my rear? How do I measure? Uh, Things that you need to be considering and some industry trends. Tell us a little bit about the trends you've been seeing lately. Uh, Yeah, we we went to our first car show of the year, saw a bunch of high-end builds, uh, a lot of cars with some Super trick wheels, uh, really wide uh, tires, you know, had a lot of rubber on the ground. Very deep dish on them. Uh, a lot of big deep dish wheels, uh, a lot of 26-inch wheels on Caprices and, and you know, pro street cars, drag cars. Some pretty neat stuff there. Uh, just kind of got us to thinking about uh, the narrow, narrowing of housings and the customization on what you would need to do to get them type of wheels on the car. I think that the wheel game is kind of what has changed a lot. So whether you're doing like a Pro Street 69 Camaro and you want that deep dish look on the back and want to narrow it up with a different offset on the wheel, uh, many truckers do that a lot. They'll run like a big 24-inch or 26-inch rim, and they'll need to move it in to clear the fender. Uh, It's very common. Even on a drag car, like you got a big slick or something and you're trying to stick it up in the wheel well, mini tub it, you're going to have to narrow it up for something like that too. You know, that that's one thing that I've always thought was pretty neat about the wheel game and the tire game. A guy could have a 70 Chevelle and own it for 10 years and have 15-inch torque thrust or some some type of Krager-type wheel on it. And then the next guy take it and put some 20-inch wheels and really do not do anything else to the car other than change the wheels, and it changes the whole dynamic of the car. Definitely. I mean, and there's not a rhyme or reason. Everybody, you know, different strokes, different folks. Um, but one thing that we see when we talk to a lot of people is they say, hey, I want to put this wheel and tire, a bigger wheel and tire, on my Trans Am, my Mustang, my Camaro. What do I need to to do this how do i achieve how much should i narrow it yeah how do i achieve the look that i'm looking for i know i'm going to need to narrow my rear what do i do well the first question is we got to look at the platform of the car is it a g-body is it a mustang is it a fox body you know if it's one of the big hitter cars that we normally see like a chevelle they're all different they all have different chassis some of them are unibody some of them have full frames you know you look at the g-body one issue with those are there's not a lot of room to put a bigger wheel and tire underneath there without some major modification because the frame rails stick out quite a ways and it doesn't allow for a wider wheel or tire combination. And on the G-body also, the lower control arm brackets are really close to the outside edge. Yeah, so so that's another thing. Uh, Sometimes the control arms would have to be moved in uh, to allow the housing in to come in for the narrowing of that. And then also the frame would have to be notched. So if you look at the G-body platform, you you see a car, a G body a Cutlass, a Grand National with really wide tire rim, uh, wide tires and rims on it at a car show. We really appreciate that because we know that it took a lot of work to get that car to that point. Whereas with if you look like a first generation '67 
to 69 Firebird or Camaro, those are leaf spring cars. Those cars are a little bit easier to put a bigger wheel and tire combination under. You might have to put a little bit wider, you know, tub, you know, wheel wells in it or wheel tubs in it. Um, there's a lot of companies that sell them. Most people can do it in their garage these days. But all these platforms require different ways of getting the look that you're trying to acquire. Yeah, you said something about how much should I narrow my rear end being a question. The easiest way we know to do that is going to be get the wheels and tires that you want to run. You know, find like this is the look I want. This is the deep dish look or the opposite. Whatever whatever look you want to achieve, get the wheels and tires that you want to run. Stick them in the wheel well where you want them and give us a dimension from where the wheel mounts to the rear end to where the wheel mounts to the rear end. So, So where that wheel hits the outside of the hat, on your disc brake kit or your drum, give us that dimension from side to side and we can, we can easily make the rear end, whatever it needs to be. And some things that you did say, things to consider, you want to look at your suspension. You want to look at your frame rail. uh, You want to make sure you have room to do all this. Look at your brackets. Yeah. Your lower control arm brackets or leaf spring mounts, whatever you might have on that specific vehicle. You got to make sure you got to make sure you have enough room to, in order to do that. And the beauty of it is, is all the, the product that we sell it's custom built to order. So when you call us, your rear end hasn't been built yet. And uh, so we have the opportunity to go through with some of those custom features that you might need, um, whether it be, you know, moving moving the control arm brackets in an inch or two, um, you know, as long as you sign off and let us know that that's something you want to do, we could make that happen in most cases. And don't let the, the built to order part of it scare you uh we offer pretty quick turnaround times or our uh vendors offer some pretty quick turnaround times uh we've got multiple ones that we can in most cases like two to three days i mean it's pretty quick yeah i mean there's some of them that take a little bit longer but on the rear end side of it a couple vendors of ours i mean they can pound stuff out pretty quick and um so we work pretty closely with them on a day-to-day basis and um we're here to take your call to make sure that we can get you a customer in to get the look that you're looking for. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of creative ways. Like if you say, Hey, I've got a G body, this guy's telling me I can only narrow it a quarter inch per side. I mean, you can take that housing in and you can machine the back of that end back. You're going to lose your seal surface and you're going to need to run an O-ring bearing or a, a different type of seal. But there are a lot of custom things and we're pretty well in tune with what's going on. So I mean, if you have questions and you're trying to get around something or want to get a second opinion or whatnot, don't be afraid to reach out. I mean, that's, that's what we do every day. Absolutely. I mean, we've covered quite a bit of stuff like uh, how to measure a rear. We've covered uh, things that you need to consider, some industry trends, uh, some different applications. All right, well, let's wrap this up. If you have any questions on measuring a rear end or how narrow you can go or things that you need to be considering on your build, reach out to us. Have a good day. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us on The Rear Gear, hosted by Redbird Speed. If you have any questions, you can contact us, 260-301-2424, on our website, redbirdspeed.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, Be sure to like the show, give us a subscribe, leave a review. Any of that helps with the algorithm. We appreciate your support, and thanks for listening. Have a good day.